back to the Mojo Mega Mix podcast. I'm Joe. She's Mo. This is episode eight, guaranteed to be our biggest and baddest episode yet, and possibly the big bad booty daddy of them all. A true genetic freak of an episode. I'm telling you guys, this episode only cares about its freaks and its peaks. This podcast, it's got your hookup, and I want you to holler if you hear me. See, You've got a 33 and one-third percent chance of podcasting, but I got a 66 and two-third percent chance of podcasting, or whatever Scott Steiner said. All right, guys. Actually, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a super hot minute since we've been here. Um, I didn't expect this. I had a surprise illness, and I was, like, sick enough to go to the hospital and such, but... I look fabulous. I lost a lot of weight from it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is here, too. It's me featuring her. I know. <laughs> uh, how you doing? I had a little burp there that was wet. Ew. <laughs> how you doing? I'm fine. You gotta, we have like 16 days of nice things to say about us. What's going on? Nothing. A lot's going on. What do you mean? Uh, Obama's back in office. No, he's not. Uh, uh, the Globetrotters are the number one team in the NBA. Um, Madonna's a robot. Billie Eilish Bub. is actually Bub. three men Bub. in a coat. All them. Okay. So, um, we got a lot to get to because it's been a long time since we've been here. And a lot of the news is going to be outdated. But I'm going to make it interesting because... I'm going to squeeze my testicles till they look like Scott Steiner. And <laughs> Okay. Um, also, we, we're doing pretty, we were doing pretty good on YouTube. I was posting short videos and stuff like that. And we got then canceled. We got canceled. Uh, I got canceled. Because you posted a video. Like, apparently child abuse video. <laughs> About a sex ed class. It was like a sex ed class of kids in like, I don't know, Romania watching two robots have sex like in a cartoon. And they were all laughing and stuff and like it it had been posted on meme pages so I didn't think anything of it. And they took it down. Then they took me down and they're like, hey bro, um, we reviewed your content and found severe or repeated violations of our community guidelines. Because of this, we've removed your channel from YouTube. We know this is probably very upsetting news. Do you think? I had that channel for like 12 years. That was my YouTube channel that I watch YouTube at night with. Like, bastards. <laughs> How could we you? We had 10,000 yeah. views. Well, yeah, we had 10,000 views, and that was a lot for In us. In 28 days. In 28 days. We were popping. They loved our dead dog mascot. I told you guys I could make her an influencer. And um, then they canceled. Yeah, so there was, like, no warning. They're just like, cancel, cancel. Um, yeah, and then I was like, let me let me post it on Twitter. And they're like, oh, so sorry to hear that that happened to you. Let me uh, do jack shit. Uh, and then, yeah, I never got the channel back, so we started a new one. And it's doing pretty good. So you can check us out uh, at, at Mojo Megamix on YouTube. Uh, check us out on Spotify as well. At the you know it's just the Mojo Mega Mix podcast. I'm we're maybe... also on Twitter, and we're also on Instagram. Correct. Uh, it's just just check out Mojo Mega Mix. We have no followers everywhere. on Instagram. If anybody wants. Damn, to you got like negative followers. You got no. no... We have like three. 
She got no clout. She's the she's running the Instagram and it's dry. I don't do much on Twitter either. We're not um, really. I, I'm just you know listen to us if you want to know what's going on. It um, has three followers. My aunt, your brother, your aunt. You know, you got to start somewhere. You start with two pages of your aunt posting minion memes and uh, your brother snorting cocaine or whatever. And then, you know, one day you're Logan Paul and you're beating up Ricochet on Monday Night Raw. Uh, I haven't posted on our Instagram since June 16th. <laughs> Yo, I got uh, real quick. I want to get into a little gripe I have with Ticketmaster. You sacks a sack. Um, I We had tickets to Monday Night Raw. It was in Buffalo yesterday. And we didn't go. Just didn't feel like it. I just, I don't care. I like to waste money. So I didn't go, but I was trying to give away the tickets and nobody (laughs) wanted them apparently. Um, And then I tried to sell them through Ticketmaster where I purchased them. And they're like, let's talk to the IRS about it. And I'm like, why? And they're like, just just cuz. And so they're like, we'll reach out. But you know, they have a tight schedule. They're probably at work right now. And so they're like, it'll be like, it could be up to five business days. And I'm like, son of a bitch, I got to sell these in an hour. <laughs> and so I didn't. It was literally 5 p.m. when the show yeah. started at 7. Yeah, 7.30. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I just bit the bullet and lost like $200. Um, and yeah. And then to this morning, I wake up to, uh, you've been verified. We talked to the IRS. They said your record's clean, girl. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, never slide into my DMs again, <laughs> you son of a... Uh, I've just been... We've been really going through the ringer lately, you know? Yeah. That's okay. Let's get into... Jesus Christ. I, I was like, we've really been through the ringer lately. And I, was, I scroll down in our notes and I go, death and sad news. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. I, like I said, a little bit old. Um, just like the person who died. hey Just kidding. Uh, Alan Arkin died. Um, rest in peace to him. So, uh, I'm going to start citing my sources just to be a nice guy, but I got my, my sources here are People Magazine and IMDb for, like, his film credits and stuff. But, um, you know, he, he was in Argo uh, in 2012, Little Miss Sunshine in 2006, which is a very good film. It's got Steve Carell, uh, Tony Collette, Abigail Breslin, Paul Dano. I, I really... He's, like, the sweet grandpa who tells her she can, like... That she's beautiful, uh, Abigail, Abigail Breslin. And it's just, it's super nice. Um, that's making me a little sad now. And people were, like, really upset, like, um, talking about his role in the Santa Claus 3 um, from 2006. They really liked him in that, which is funny because he was also in that with Spencer Breslin. I love the Breslins. And you forgot about Santa Claus 3. No, I literally, you, I literally oh, just said the same. I was reading. You were reading it. instead of listening to me. Uh, no, I, I literally said that because a lot of people online were saying, "Oh my god, I loved him in the Santa Claus three. And I was like, "Oh my, he's in the Santa Claus three? I don't what remember. Did he play. Who did he play? I don't yeah. actually know who he, what character he I was. I love the Santa Claus. I would assume he was uh, older gentleman <laughs> one in that. Um, but oh, and off topic though. I, I want a comedy film starring Spencer and Abigail Breslin starring up as a brother and sister duo. Why haven't they done that? I don't they know. were like huge child stars. You remember they were in everything. I I love them. I love Lil Michael. Um Oh he played um I know who he played in the Santa Claus. Spencer? 
Well, Breslin? I swear he was in the Santa Claus. He, yeah, Spencer Breslin. Yeah. Yeah, that's who we're... T- no, I, I meant... I don't know who Alan Arkin plays. No. Spencer plays the little elf uh, that... Yeah, he plays like yeah. an old elf. Yeah, he's the one who's always ragging on Tim Allen for being an alcoholic Republican. He's <laughs> like, I cut the shit, Santa. Uh, no, but I really... I want, I want more of them. Um, and just to say what they've been up to... Spencer's last work was in 2018, according to Wikipedia, and Abigail's last film was a 2022 film called Slayer, and she has a still TBA film called Miranda's Victim to come out soon. Uh, Her last television show was in 2023, though, and it was a Fox show called The uh, Accused. I don't know. She works consistently. She's in a bunch of stuff, you know. Um, She's great. But I don't know what happened to her brother. He played... Alan Arkin Mm. played... Mrs. Claus's parents. Oh in Santa yeah. Claus three. What a good, what a good boy. Um, and yeah, from from people like people posted, uh, Alan Arkin, the Academy Award and Tony Award winning actor, has died at eighty nine. His death was confirmed by uh, to people by his son Adam, Matthew, and Anthony, who jointly offered a statement on the family's behalf. Our father was a uniquely talented force of nature, both as a great artist and man, a loving husband, father, grand and great grandfather. He was adored and will be deeply missed. Um, so that's really sad. Alan Arkin was great, but he, he lived a, a full life. Um, now, on to more sad news. The death of uh, former WWF wrestler Draws, uh, Darren Drozdoff. Um, so Cauliflower Alley confirmed uh, that he had passed originally, and he, he suffered a really bad injury. He was paralyzed. Uh, I'll actually read this this excerpt from the Wikipedia page because it's just it's crazy uh, you don't know who Darren Drozdov is absolutely not he played this character in WWE uh, called Puke um, and there's this film called Behind the Mat where they filmed like behind the scenes stuff about wrestling and like at WWE pay-per-views and they showed him getting signed and he's like in the room with Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon's like because Apparently, Draws had the unique talent where he could puke on command. So Vince found out this, and he goes, well, I've got to see it, pal. And he gives him a trash can, and he goes, oh, okay. And he goes, he's going to he's gonna puke. And he keeps screaming, he's going to puke, until he does. And he's just, like, retching over his desk. And then he's like, that was great, buddy. You're going to be a big star. <laughs> and he was in this weird angle with the road warriors you know the guys i have the t-shirt of Mm -hmm. uh where the one of them was suffering from alcoholism and he tried to murder him he had a weird career but uh this is what happened with it not to be so sidetracked this is what happened with his injury it says uh drozdov's active wrestling career ended suddenly when he suffered a severe neck injury during a match with d'lo brown during a wwf smackdown taping on october 5th 1999 just five months after after the death of Owen Hart at the Nassau Coliseum on Long Island. <clears throat> Sorry. Draws has stated that he was wearing a loose shirt during the match, and when Brown attempted his signature running powerbomb, he was not able to gain a proper grip on Draws, and Draws was unable to execute a proper jump to aid in the lifting into the powerbomb position. So Drozdov landed on his head and fractured two vertebrae in his neck. He was immediately rushed to Nassau uh, County Medical Center, where he underwent hours of surgery to reduce and stabilize the pressure in his injured neck. Because the match was pre-taped, because the match was pre 
taped. It was not aired to fans during the October 7th broadcast and has never been shown to the public. However, the, however, the footage of him being taken out on a stretcher has been seen in WWE's Don't Try This at Home public service announcements. Even with intensive medical care, his injury initially left him a quadriplegic with essentially no movement below the neck. Draws regained movement in his upper body and arms afterwards. Um, Drozdov repeatedly stated that he, the incident was an accident and that he held no animosity towards Brown for his injury. While Brown has said there is no blame on either side for the accident. I know it deeply affected D'Lo Brown for many years, though. That's what he said. And he was, like, really messed up um, for, well, for what too. happened. Yeah, if you paralyze somebody, no matter if it's an accident or not, you're going to be really upset, like, for a long time. Uh, so he lived a tough life after being paralyzed and he was a pretty talented guy um he was a football player he was Um, paralyzed from the waist down neck down he was like in a full wheelchair thing uh yeah but it says that he regained oh yeah 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 i'm sorry yeah but he did eventually i think it was the upper half he regained yeah because he was always in that chair um but yeah he sad to see him like there's a picture of him you know to see I, i don't have a picture of what he looked like in the end but he did not look good um, <clears throat> we got a little bit more sad news. Do you want to talk about it? Well, I just want to take a sip of water real quick. Madonna was hospitalized. Well, she was at, well, she was in the ICU for seven days because of a bacterial infection. Yeah, it must have been a bad infection. Yeah, to be in the ICU for seven days. <clears throat> yeah, hold on. We have something from. NBC, I think, right? Uh, by Doa Madani and Diana Dazrath. How those are cool names. Uh, so it says Madonna 64 is delaying her upcoming tour as she recovers from a serious bacterial infection that had her hospitalized. Hold on, I don't know how good this article is going to be because I haven't really read it. Um, but it needed two people. I always think that when there's an article written by two people, isn't that kind of ridiculous? Mm-hmm. Like, unless it's like something where you're citing a ton of sources and it's business <clears throat> or financial. Like, <laughs> this is about Madonna being hospitalized. Like, they were both there. Like, can you tell us? Can you tell us what happened? Um, so, my bad. Let me get into this. Uh, she recovers from a serious bacterial infection that had her hospitalized. Her manager said Wednesday, which was mad long ago. This is from June 28th now. Uh, I think she's home and well. The pop star had a. Uh, had a several day stay in intensive care uh, in the intensive care unit after she developed the infection Saturday her manager Guy Oseri said in an Instagram post a source close to Madonna told NBC News Thursday that she has returned home damn she was already feeling better that long ago Madonna is expected to make a full recovery, but remains under medical care as she improves, her manager said. They all, I hate when they do that, where they post an article talking about um, somebody's medical issues, and they post pictures of them looking like an alien. Like, they posted (laughs) the three worst pictures of Madonna on the face of this earth. Well, it says, you added that she was in the studio with Katy Perry just hours before she was found unresponsive in her home. That was so hilarious to me because it's like what are they trying to say about Katie? What do you what did Katie, what did Katie do? the reason why. Yeah. They're like what did Katie do to her? Um, <laughs> like you put the pieces together. But yeah, essentially she was suffering and then she wasn't. Kind of like what I was suffering from, mystery. I didn't have an right. infection though that they could find but I don't know, well, something's been happening. Well, blood work, you had you definitely had an infection. Yeah, I don't know. So. But they said you were just a mysterious illness. I am the mysterious 
illness. All right, you want to hear some crazy shit? So, race car driver Jimmy Johnson's in-laws and their 11-year-old grandson found dead in a murder-suicide. Jimmy Johnson, if you don't know, is like a crazy NASCAR legend. Has done it all, seen it all, wears the hat, you know, stands on top of the car. He's done it all. Um, uh, this article's from CNN, and it's by uh, Roger Rezek, and I'm just going to read it verbatim. So, the parents and nephew of race car driver Jimmy Johnson's wife, Chandra Janway Johnson, were killed Monday at a home in Muskogee, Oklahoma, according to a news release from the Muskogee Police Department. A police spokesperson told CNN it was a suspected murder-suicide. On Monday, police uh, received a call from a woman who said someone had a gun and then hung up according to the release. When officers arrived on the scene, they saw a subject laying in the hallway inside the front door, the release read. Shortly after arriving, officers heard uh, heard another gunshot from further inside the house. Officers conducted a rescue of the subject laying inside the hallway and determined the subject was deceased. Uh... The officers also made announcements for any other person in the home to come outside. Once enough officers arrived on scene, uh, a search of the residence was conducted and two more subjects were found deceased inside the residence, the uh, release said. Authorities identified the people who died as 69-year-old Jack Janway and his wife, 68-year-old Terry Janway, along with their 11-year-old grandson, Dalton Janway. Jeez. Uh, NASCAR issued a statement Tuesday saying, We are saddened uh, by the tragic deaths of members of Chandra Johnson's family. The entire NASCAR family extends its deepest support and condolences during this difficult time to Chandra, Jimmy, and the entire Johnson and Janway family. Uh, The auto racing team Legacy Motor Club announced in a statement Tuesday that Johnson is withdrawing from this weekend's NASCAR Cup Series events in Chicago. Crazy. Do you think that <clears throat> maybe it was the grandfather? I it, it must have been because the it seems like it sounded like the grandmother is the one who called and then didn't have enough time to do anything but hang up. You know what I mean? She just said that somebody has gone and I don't know. Maybe thought they would trace the call. I really don't know how it played out. But or maybe maybe we'll have some follow up on it this. Was the grandson. I don't know. I don't know. Well, either way. Or, because they couldn't start searching the house. Right. So, if somebody, maybe somebody was in there, and then they were able to escape in enough time. Well, something at the scene made them, probably blood evidence at the time made them realize, or or where the the gun was placed, that this was a murder-suicide rather than another person. Or they could tell it wasn't Rance. I've been watching too much true crime. Um... (laughs) That's all I do. But yeah, uh, prayers to their family. Again, uh, I know it's pretty old news at this point, but geez. It's crazy. I know, it's just weird because, like, you know, that kind of stuff happens to everybody. Um, well, not everybody. <laughs> this this is pretty severe, but um, I don't know. It's weird when it happens to, like, big names. You're like, geez. I don't know. Right. Prayers to them. Especially to the child, man. 11 years old, right? Yeah. Ugh. That's... Like, imagine if your life ended at you, like, playing Pokemon. Like, like I mean, I still play Pokemon. But I just mean, like, that's all you got to experience. Like, your life gets that cut short. Mm. I don't know. I feel I feel bad for all the things you miss out on. Yeah. <clears throat> um, let's get into some other stuff. 
this isn't really uh, good news either because it's kind of telling of the character of this person. But uh, Squid Game was... I really enjoyed Squid Game. Didn't you like it a lot? Yeah. I thought it was super cool. It swept the nation, mostly because we were all still stuck inside, I think. Um, mostly, But it yeah. was super popping. I think this is the same time that uh, Tiger King was also popping. Uh, Netflix was having like a resurgence at that time, and now they're like... Are you really at your house? And I'm, I don't, <laughs> and I don't like that. They shit. got too cocky. I know they're pissing me off. Yo, guess what, guys? You know you blocked me out of being on my brother's ex girlfriend's Netflix, but I can still use it on my phone. So what are you gonna do? Now they're gonna know. <laughs> Trust me, nobody's listening to this <laughs> except for my aunt and some dude in Belgium. Or <laughs> yeah, shout out Belgium guy. What's up, girl? Um, so this is a Squid Game star, Lee Jung Jae, who portrayed Seong Jing Hung. I'm, my bad. <laughs> Just player he, he 456. Was, yeah, he was player 456. He's the main damn character. He wants a million dollars an episode that's for hilarious. season two. A um, million dollars an episode? That's not unrealistic for a guy in his position. Really? For somebody in a position of like a lead of like a successful show. Oh, yeah. Like, the characters on... People on Friends and stuff or like, Big Bang Theory. It's not unreal. I mean, it may be a little high, but I think they could afford it. Um, so, uh, there is an article here uh, from uh, Bandito Vitale for Pro, uh, Bro Bible. So, Squid Games has hit the news cycle once again after it was reported the show's creator isn't getting paid nearly as much as we previously believed. Even so, Netflix plans to air season two of the global phenomenon with the release date yet to be determined. As of now, the lead actor of the Squid Games, Lee Jung Jae, is set to reprise his role as Seong Ji Hun in the new season. However, it sounds like he has some new contract demands that are turning heads. According to Pop Base and Dispatch, this dude is requesting Netflix pays him one million. Per, you see how I didn't say his name again? Because I didn't want to. I didn't want to butcher it. Uh, William, he wants one million dollars per episode for the second season. When you're the star of a show that became popular worldwide, why not ask for as much money as possible? I said that. Uh, due to how well season one did, it only makes sense for Zhang Zhe to up his demands for Squid Games next season. It's currently unknown if Netflix has agreed to his contract demands, but the streaming giant should seriously consider matching his request. And uh, it really just goes on from there. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to I bet they give him 750k an episode. Yeah. I oh. don't think they're going to do it. Who knows if we'll ever find out but what he won't. gets. I just read the little picture you included. Yeah. About he's abusive and homophobic. Yeah, apparently he's abusive and homophobic. And I got something about it right here, actually. I got another article, Sons of Bitches. Um, hold on one second. Um, so this is from... Who is it? Oh, it's from the Daily Beast. I'm sorry. Uh, it's from Geoffrey Bunting. He's a, a freelance writer. And he wrote this back in September from 2022. But it says, Disturbing allegations against Squid Game star Leon Zhangjie? Question mark? Uh, I'm not going to say his name again. But he took home outstanding lead actor in a drama series at Monday Night's Emmys for his role in Netflix. Remember, this is from September 2022. Um... 
for his role in Netflix Global Smash Squid Games, besting the likes of Better Call Saul's Bob Odenkirk, which is crazy. I really thought he would have brought it home. And Succession's another strong candidate, Jeremy Strong, and Brian Cox, the stronger candidate. Uh, Brian Cox is great. Uh, in the process, he made history as the first Asian man to win lead actor Emmy. For his role as Xiang Jinghon, I don't think I can say this name right, a divorced father and deep in debt gambler who's lured into a deadly game of survival with a huge cash prize, Lee has emerged as the breakout star of Squid Game, which still ranks as Netflix's most watched series ever, even though he's had a storied career in, I think that's been broken now, a career in Korea for decades, including Grand Bell and Bake Sang Awards. Uh, Lee is arguably the most recognizable Korean actor in the world right now, and his star will rise even higher after landing a lead role in The Acolyte, an upcoming Star Wars show, which we're even closer to. I'm pretty excited about Acolyte. I'm really excited about Ahsoka. I get really sidetracked also. I'm really excited about Ahsoka coming out soon. Um, they just showed a trailer with Thrawn and people in it, and it looks super cool. Um, Star Wars is the best, isn't it? No. Thank you. <laughs> okay, blah, blah, blah. In 1999, yep. he and a friend... Oh, sorry. I skipped ahead to the next one. Uh, he was detained for driving under the influence and causing a collision with another driver, a 23-year-old woman. Yeah. His blood alcohol content was 0.22%. In South Korea, the limit is 0.05%. Oh, he was blitzkrieg. He was blazing. He's still drunk <laughs> right now, like, to this day. <laughs> to <He> this day. <laughs> refuted the charge, claiming his manager was driving. I would, too. I'm and not- then three years later, he was charged with the same offense. Jesus Christ. Uh, but it also says in the same year, he and a friend drunkenly attacked another man and were charged with assault. And then he was charged with assault again the following year after he dragged a 22-year-old woman from a nightclub, kicked her, causing injuries that required two weeks of recovery in the hospital. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Hold on. That, that is very bad, but I want to read the next one because I thought this was so ridiculous. So it says, fast forward to 2013, where in an interview with Vogue Korea, Lee appeared to out his friend and prominent stylist, Woo Jong Wan, soon after his suicide. Like I said, there's layers here. Uh, before he died, Lee claimed, I said to him, you should stop being gay. Haven't you been that way enough? You went on to describe Wu's homosexuality as inconvenience. The quotes were subsequently pulled from online versions of the interview. I mean, and it just goes on from there. He's... Wait, okay. He told his friend before he died, by suicide... Yes. ...that he's been gay enough in his life so he should just stop? He... He didn't say you've been gay enough. He's he asked him, to be fair. He said, "Haven't you been gay enough?" I mean, that it's, doesn't. It's like when you're. That would be like, yeah, bub. I've been gay enough. You know what? You're right. Let me be straight. Let me go have sex with. Let me think of a. Here's an analogy for you. 
don't you think you've had enough cake? I, you're not calling That's them. That's not the same. You're not, <laughs> <laughs> you're not calling them fat directly. That's he's, not the same just thing. Asking. No, you're right. It's not. And it makes it harder to root for him as a character in the show when he has these things uh, uh, attached to his so character. So he drove stupid drunk which twice. Which is arguably, it's terrible, but people do it and we right. forgive them for it. Okay, that's fine. Yes. But he beat... A woman. He was dragging her ass. Dragging her, kicking her, beat her, and then she's Nicki in the Minaj hospital her, for yeah. two years. Yeah. Not two years, two weeks, sorry. Either way. It probably felt like two years. And then he told his friend to stop being gay, and then the friend died by suicide. Some of it has to do with maybe his culture. Of well, where he grew maybe, up and like how you know, like how he but was that's raised. Still not okay. It's not okay. No, I, I, not not the abuse. That, I just meant like how his his uh, his uh, beliefs on homosexuality possible. Well, not the beating women and driving drunk. Well, I get it <laughs> Although that is also can be culturally ingrained in you. Because how you Koreans, treat people like that. I'm sure they don't have. It, it wasn't okay to be gay back in 1999. I'm not sure, honestly. I don't know, but I don't think it even is till this day, like, exactly uh, acceptable. I could be totally what, wrong, though. It, which one's the worst one? Which That's North Korea. North Korea, there you yes. go. Yeah, you're thinking North Korea. Um, so, yeah, there's a you whole... Can't take pictures there. <laughs> no. So You'll okay. literally be, like, killed if you take pictures in North Korea. Uh, yeah, you definitely can be. Um, so yeah, that, I, I just, I really like him as an actor and I really want to see him do well in the act, in Acolyte. And I want to think that all this stuff is like behind him as a person, but when people get to a certain point of fame and they get it to a certain point of stardom, they all have a character rebrand. They all go, that was in the past. And it's hard. I really don't want to see it. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that it's like people don't want to believe it because it's easy to say, "Hey, I, it was all in the past." It's, it's like how convenient. It's like mother, son of a bitch. Can I change or what? And like, but I don't know if he's claiming to do that. There ain't nothing attached to it where he said he feels regretful for any of his actions or words. Nothing. So, who knows if he is? I don't know. Do you think the weekend is talented? Yeah, he makes good music. I think The Weeknd's super talented. Yeah. The Weeknd is a great musician, but possibly a questionable actor. I haven't seen his show, but... I didn't even know this was a show. Oh, yeah. So he has a show called The Idol, um, and it was questioned... There was an article about, is The Idol being canceled? And essentially, no, it's not. It was being cut short by an episode because of... uh, I don't even know why. It, it just wasn't. But it had really low ratings. It says it was ended abruptly due to the negative reviews the show was receiving. That's what it was. That's what it was rumored. So it says, no, it's not canceled. Back on June 15th, HBO PR tweet, tweeted that any decision about the future of the idol is being misreported. As of now, the show has no definitive season two, but it also isn't decidedly canceled either, as we know it. Uh, that is, the show is ending one episode earlier than expected. But why? 
is the finale airing early, which I believe it has already aired now. Uh, it says, according to BuzzFeed News, the idol is not finished earlier than ex- it, it is not finishing earlier than expected. In a recent GQ profile, Tess Faye, which is uh, the weekend, uh, referred to the show as a five-hour film, and when the show premiered at Cannes, it was billed as a five-episode series. Back in November 2021, however, according to Deadline, the show was planned to have six episodes. It seems now that this iteration of the show was always planned to wrap its season one story up in five episodes, and that the six-episode version was scrapped, and when the show's original director, Amy Simons, left the production due to creative differences. I don't know. It had some really low ratings. Um... Like 900,000 for the premiere, which I don't know if people think about ratings at all, but I do because of wrestling. And that's just not that good. I thought The weekend would pull ratings. And people, I forget who the director is of the show. Um, uh, I know Lily Rose Depp, Johnny Depp's daughter, is the main female character. Good for her. And they're like in an abusive relationship. Oh. And she's <laughs> naked all the time and it's really poorly written. And the guy who directed it has a questionable that history. Um, that doesn't sound good with what her father went he, through. I believe he's the one who worked on, um, uh, what's the show? Euphoria. Mm. So, I, it, it, who cares? Some people like it. <laughs> if you like toxic stuff, you'll like it. You know, just enjoy. But... I don't know. I, I, I want The weekend to do well. He talked about... I don't know if we talked about it before because it's been so damn long, but he talked about possibly retiring the character of The weekend, and not po- and then, <clears throat> excuse me, doing music as just homeboy. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if I like that. We'll see. He, he's just talented regardless. Speaking of low viewership, though, uh, Marvel's Secret Invasion had the lowest viewership other than... Uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, so the early viewership. I Miss Mar- Whoa, Miss is not the same as Captain Marvel. Yeah. But so Captain Marvel was cool. I liked it a lot. Sam Jackson was in that. He got scratched by a kitty cat who's an alien, and I liked that. Um, Miss Marvel is Miss Marvel is uh, Kamala. Girl, right? Yeah, she's oh, like a teenager. Yeah. I really like that too. But so the Marvels is a film coming out. With them teaming up, as well as, uh... I can't think of her name. You remember the black woman from the movie, Captain no. Marvel? the Her pilot friend? Um, well, she's also has powers. and So the, 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 it's, a, it's a movie of the three of them teaming up and, like, having their powers rearranged and such. Uh, but yeah, so Secret Invasion's viewership is, was quite low. And I really don't know why. There was a lot of blowback... What, did you hurt yourself? <laughs> you know when you scratch too hard and then it's like that lingering pain? I, yeah, I always do that or I like poke myself in the that, back too hard. I just had that on my shoulder. Mm. Have some water. Yes, you can have some water. Um, so, like, uh, as far as, like, the premiere, uh, they have them ranked here. So, Loki is number one with 2.5 million viewers. Two is Moon Knight with 1.8 million viewers. Three was Falcon and the Winter Soldier with 1.8 million. WandaVision. I'm surprised. I thought WandaVision would have ranked, like, number one or two. I liked WandaVision. I loved WandaVision. It was a cultural phenomenon for me. I was, like, a little girl seeing Harry Potter for the first time, which I... I love Harry Potter. uh, I know. You love Harry Potter to death. I love Harry Potter. But that was ranked for WandaVision, 1.6 million viewers. Uh, five was Hawkeye, 1.5 million, which I also really enjoy, and we'll have some uh, upcoming news 
about uh, Kate Bishop. Uh, Six was She-Hulk, 1.5 million. Another one with mixed reviews. Not not critically, but people on Twitter hate it. Uh, seven was Secret Invasion, so uh, seven of eight uh, with 994,000 viewers. Miss Marvel, a staggeringly low 775,000 viewers for its first episode. Um, I don't know. It deserved a better shake. We'll see. Um, Marvel ain't doing so hot right now, and that's just that's just that. People have a bit of a fatigue, I guess, and some of the writing just ain't what it was. I know. Um, ooh, this is pretty cool. Like, it's not cool because I don't care about Ryan Seacrest so much, but <laughs> Ryan Seacrest is replacing Pat Sajak as the host of Wheel of Fortune. How do you feel about that? I like Pat Sajak. I know, but he's uh, ready to retire, I Well, believe. did you see... Yeah? That, the stuff about... Um, what's her name? This is the girl that does the... The numbers? Vanna White? There we go. Yeah, I'll I'll read this article. So this article's from USA Today. You don't have to read all of it. Jesus Christ, Bubba. For context. Uh, from Morgan Hines at USA Today. So Ryan Seacrest is taking the wheel at Wheel of Fortune. So the ubiquitous host who departed from live with Kelly and Ryan. Oh, now it all makes sense why he left. Uh, so he left that show earlier this year. He's set to be the new host of the popular syndicated television show. Sony Pictures Television is announced Tuesday. He'll also serve as a consulting producer on the show. He has his hands in, like, a bunch of crap. He's in all kinds of shows. He hosts everything. He's just one of those guys. Uh, but he say he's uh, host Pat Sajak, who's retiring next summer, said, I can say, along with the rest of America, that it's been a privilege and pure joy to watch Pat and be better privilege and pure joy to watch Pat and Vanna on the television screens for an unprecedented 40 years, making us smile every night and feel right at home with them, Seacrest wrote. Pat, I love you the way you've always celebrated the contestants and made viewers at home feel at ease. I look forward to learning everything I can from you during this transition. He had the, uh, one of his first jobs was hosting a game show called Click for Merv Griffin weird uh who also created wheel uh and jeopardy and called the appointment a full circle moment can't wait to continue the tradition of spinning the wheel and working alongside the great vanna white i liked i like jeopardy just because i try to guess the answers and i'm severely wrong every single time i thought you were gonna say i'm severely autistic (laughs) no Uh, (laughs) i am so wrong every time I've been right like eight times in my life, and I've watched the show probably six thousand times. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't know how all those people can remember everything. I love. I to me, it's funny that Ryan Seacrest had all this beautiful things to say and like this big post, and then Pat's was still nice, but it just was short. It was just like I'm looking forward to my final season starting this fall, and then handing over the car keys to Ryan Seacrest in September of 2024. He pretty much said... He's like, I've been doing this too long. I'm done. (laughs) He just said, this is happening. (laughs) Get used to it. Um, Pat Sajak's a cool dude. I think I would um, purchase a monkey with him. Well, now that Pat is leaving... Uh, Vanna White said that she better be paid more. She, I, I don't understand how she wasn't being paid. I mean, she's probably being paid well, but I think she wants to be paid around the she level of where paid Pat was like being paid. Um, 
couple million or a million less than Pat. That's crazy. Give her the bag. People were watching for her titties. I liked watching Vanna more than Pat. Oh, they're a team. They're, they're a beautiful a, team. They're a team. Just like but her breast. I like looking at her dresses. And her breasts. Wore, no. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> her dresses that she wore. Oh, yeah. I episode. love her dresses. And she had a beautiful smile. And, you know, they made the show great. So it'll be weird. A lot of these types of shows are ending and people are dying and it's not fun. Well, I always have the game channel on at work. Good shows. Because it seems like a crowd favorite. That's a sad channel to watch without... Do you have sound on at work? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, without sound, that's depressing as hell. Oh, I turn it up, too, so I don't have to hear people's conversations. It's like the psychotic videos of Britney Spears looking at the camera, <laughs> dancing half-naked in her house, like looking like she's having a panic attack. I, I, I hate to say it, but I think Britney's not okay. I don't think she should have been like controlled by another human being, but I don't, I don't think the girl's okay. She's not. I I want her to be okay so bad. I, I don't think she'll ever. Britney be okay. Spears was a big part of my childhood. I I don't know. She really was. Her music, like her first couple albums, and then all the stuff that happened when I was getting older, is she was having her big uh, mental issues and stuff with uh, you know cutting her hair and Kevin Federline and all that crap. I don't think she'll ever be okay. I want her to be okay. <laughs> but God damn it, stop dancing half naked on the internet. It's, it's creepy. Stop looking at the camera like that, at least. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel really bad if you're having a mental episode. And I feel even worse if I'm saying you are even when you're when you're not. So just stop looking at the freaking camera like that. Um, do you care about this? Do you care about um, Rumble wanting Joe Rogan and the Joe Rogan experience? No. Which is a Spotify exclusive podcast right now that's worth like $100 million. No. Somehow they're willing to pay more because they can. So Spotify broke the bank when they signed Joe Rogan to a lucrative exclusive contract. Oh, it was reportedly worth at least $200 million. Um, and it's suggested that Joe Rogan will become a free agent in 2024. Uh, Joe Rogan experienced this crazy, crazy popular. Uh, so in 2022, he was in the midst of like controversy on Spotify with podcast host being under fire for his guests spreading misinformation and allegedly making racist remarks. That's not funny. I'm sorry. Um, after over 70 episodes were pulled from Spotify and demands for the platform to drop Rogan intensified, Rumble's Chris Pavlovsky approved or offered Joe $100 million to switch to Rumble. So they're just throwing around this FU money to everybody, um, just trying to give it away. They got um, Kai Sentai, uh, the one streamer, and uh, iShow Speed. These are guys who are like iconic to teenagers right now. Uh, they're just throwing that few money saying that you can stream, you can say whatever you want, go wild. And it's working. They're they're getting all kinds of people. But I don't think it's going to work with Joe Rogan. I, it working. I, it working. I'll, work it, it working. Um, I don't think it's going to work with Joe Rogan. I think he's too big of a name and too big of a platform to be put on a platform that it doesn't have that kind of scope. But maybe he won't be exclusive after this. Sorry, I know you don't care about this. But our audience might care. What do you care about, Are you talking about this? Oh my god, you found the video of Britney shaking that ass. Isn't it creepy as hell without sound? Isn't it? She be twirling. I was showing my friend at work, the one who peaked in high school, um, 
And he was like, she can move, though. And I'm like, yeah, like, but why is she looking at me like that? She looked like she a snake and she about to eat. Um, so uh, some miscellaneous topics here as we... We're not winding down. I know you want to wind like down. It's a picture of her kid and it just says, mine. I... <laughs> Brittany, it, it's a, don't go to Instagram. Go go to the doctor, please. Which I like that fun. her kid was playing a PlayStation 2, though. That was awesome. With the cord and everything. Girl, stop. <laughs> no, you know what the worst part is? She's making these videos, like, in the dining room of her dancing suggestively, looking at the camera in her undies. And then her kid is laying behind her playing PlayStation 2 uh, on the carpet. Like, come on. My mom smoked cigarettes oh, in the other room. She posted a picture of her boobies. They look wonderful. Uh, great. I'm she glad, She got Brittany. them done last year. She did? They don't look fake. That's what it says. Requesting a picture I did last year. What? I don't know. I don't know if she had her titties done, but they look nice. Good for you, Brittany. Just <laughs> please be okay. Um, <laughs> DC announced uh, the new Superman. David Cornsweet has been cast as the next Superman. Uh, I was unfamiliar with his work, but his last name is Cornsweet, like sweaty corn, and that's hilarious. He's a super... You know who he is? You know, you no. Know? Isn't he pretty, though? He's very pretty. He is very pretty. His notable... His hair kind of looks like Harry's hair. Harry, you love Harry Styles so much that you have to interject him into a conversation that he has no part of. I love you. You're funny. Stop being mean. No, I told you last time we recorded... Was it last time? That I just love super fans. I think it's funny, and I, I'm a super fan. Harry Styles. I'm a big fan of Mommy. Uh, Rhea, Rhea, Rhea oh, Ripley. cute. I love she's Rhea. She's a cute girl. That's the only person I missed seeing uh, when we did I go. know. And she had a lot. She, she was a lot, lot. Yeah, a lot of segments. She, yeah. she was all over she the show. Bobby, where we would have been sitting, she was standing mostly the whole entire time. Oh, I could have been so close to mommy. Mm-hmm. And then Judgment Day had this whole and entire thing. And Dirty Dom. Damn. You know what? I regret it. But I, I'm just going to stop buying tickets to things and making plans because I just don't do things. I just don't. Um, but back to David Cornsweet. He's most well known for being in the horror film Pearl. Um, he was some hot dude doing a thing, and it's a horror movie. Uh, and then they also announced Lois Lane uh, as being played by Rachel Brosnahan. Uh, she's best known for her playing the lead role in Marvelous Miss Maisel, which I've heard is super great. It's like got like a 9.4 overall rating everywhere you look. So, uh, and she was also in House of Cards, so she's quite popular. Although to me, I have no idea who she is um, because I apparently don't watch good television. But everybody could say that about everybody because there's just too much good shit to watch now. There's too many streaming services and too many beautiful Especially things to since- watch. Um, Max has all the cooking shows that I love. Max has like a billion hours of like just Guy Fieri shows. I love that. I do too. I love him. I love him. Do you think he really does have eyes in the back of his head? No. Under the sunglasses? No. I really want to believe. I've seen the back of his head. I know, but like, do you think like he can do a thing where it's like... What? <laughs> and then he like <laughs> takes a bite of it. 
they, I don't know, it goes to Flavor Town. Kind of like <laughs> in Harry Potter. With, exactly. Where Voldemort was on the back of the head. In Chamber of Secrets? Yeah. Yep. No, that was in Chamber That was Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, yeah, Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, the first one. And he's just feeding him tacos. <laughs> they don't do that in the movie, but I just picture guys. <laughs> he's just feeding them tacos. Yes. Uh, so congratulations to the new Superman, Lois Lane. Feed the back of your head tacos like Guy Fieri. Um, watch cool shows on HBO Max. Sorry, it's just you know Max what? now. What? Guy Fieri and Gordon Ramsay should do a show together. That would be amazing. He's like, that's a haircut? Fucking atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I would actually dig it. Um, I would love And who's the it. other? Su- Robert Irvine? Super buff boy? Yes. I like him too. He would be time and everything. I'd love to see Gordon go against him. I want him to get those big name celebrity chefs to be on like Guy's Grocery Game. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. To see like real big like Bobby Flay in them and Robert Irvine. Oh, fuck Bobby Flay. I like him. He was he was a good boy. Fine, Elton Brown. There I love Elton. I like yeah. him better. <laughs> oh, they got they got all of Elton. They have um unwrapped. They they got a bunch of good stuff on Max. I know people are mad at the rebrand, but go check it out, girl. Um You know who What? I don't know. You know who... We don't have any news about Harry... I, I forgot to say this on the last episode, but with Harry possibly quietly working on his new album, but otherwise taking a break from music for now and touring... I think should come back. We know. Um, we're not going to have a Harry Styles Weekly update not until for a little while. Not happens. <laughs> is, there, is the Harry Styles Weekly update? There no, is no update. There is no update. Uh, the update is that he's probably at home being super sexy no, and having a sip of tea. He still has smoke oh. Concert. So he's probably wearing shimmery pants right now. But he's and not, not much I mean, more. There's nothing happening. It's not like he's making out with another chick in Japan. Okay, remember how we talked about uh, BB Rexa being hit in the face yeah, and then, by that psychopath? And then who else got hit? Uh, this country singer. Uh, Kel- oh, yeah. Yeah, Kel- Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah, is it Kelsey or Kelsia? I don't know. Either way, she got... It's Kelsey. What did they throw at her? I don't know. She uh, was just hit up with threw... a flying out. I forgot what they it's threw It's becoming at her. a trend. And then... But now somebody <laughs> threw their mom's ashes at pink. I, I I know that it was like in a baggie, but I like to think it was like Dale Gribble from King of the Hill. <laughs> like it's just sand. a, a yeah. big handful and just throws it. Like... Okay, so let me set the scene. Okay, you know, you're you're at a pink concert, and she's got some more soulful, like, quiet songs, especially, like, when they break down, and she leans in on the front st- on the front of the stage into the f- front row, and, you know, like, they're everybody singing and crying in the front row, and it's beautiful, and the lights are down low, and she's just like, I don't know her songs. I, I do some of them, but I don't remember them. Uh, and she leans in with the microphone real close, and the girl goes, pocket sand, and throws her mother... <laughs> <laughs> That's her mother in her eyes. What? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. 
Somebody threw a bag of their mother's ashes at Tank. And somebody else handed her a giant wheel of cheese. Which do you think she was more grateful to be handed? A person's ashes or a big wheel of cheese? I would say cheese. Hell yeah. I don't care about your mother. I ain't know her. Happy that she was a fan. But I'm not about to snort her after the show. I'm about to, <laughs> about to eat handfuls of this cheese in the sun, though. <laughs> it's on my belly hurts. I would have been more happy to receive cheese than ashes. I think Pink's like a super cool, chill person. But don't hand her people. <laughs> don't don't hand her, don't hand her. Remember that video we saw? I was like at a concert and somebody just handed their baby through the crowd to the front. Yeah. <laughs> so whoever could like, you, I present to you my baby, a sacrifice, <laughs> pay for tuition. Speaking of babies, <clears throat> Nathan Cross just had his third child. Yo, I don't Nathan. even know he had two other children. Yo, Frankie Boston nuts. <laughs> Frankie Boss Frankie Boston nut over here. I thought he literally just got married. I didn't even know he was married. Yeah, I knew that. Dude's testicles look like Scott Steiner. <laughs> but I didn't know he had two children already. Bro, calm down. He just got with Carly on iCarly. You're only, what, 29? You only look 53. Calm down. Um, it's a boy. It's a boy. Congrats. No, to him and his wife. Uh, his wife is also an actress that I am not a... London Elise Yeah, Moore. London Elise Moore or Cress. I believe she goes as both. Uh, they got married in 2015. Which is insane to think that Freddie Benson's been married for eight years. Which, I mean, we've been together for seven years, but and we're similar age to, to him. It's just but weird. still... I'm probably the same age as him. I'm not sure. He might be a little older than me. Um, but yeah, so... On, on Car- iCarly, Freddy and Carly finally get together in season two of the sequel series. Yeah, I saw that clip. Mm, me so horny. She, like, confesses her love to him. I always liked him and Sam, and I just... I feel like him and Sam are a better match than him and Carly. The whole thing... I mean, he posted on, like, Twitter or whatever, like, it was always gonna be Sam or Freddy and carly like because of the first episode or whatever um and how he talked about her and i understand that but i don't know i just felt the chemistry was better with the other two and because it was unexpected yeah and it kind of oh yeah i was like that that episode where they kiss like unexpectedly in that episode um (laughs) that did the highest ratings the show ever did apparently so I, I threw was, me for a loop as oh, a I was little all, child. I, when I was babysitting that kid and we were watching iCarly and that happened, I threw him off my lap. I was like, <laughs> brain damage. Um, <laughs> hold on. Freddy's getting balls deep. Scott Steiner deep on these people. Um, and a bit of cool news, though. Uh, like I said, congrats to them. Um, yeah, that's cool. He, he got that iCarly money. He can... He can have all the babies he wants. We didn't see what the name of the child was, right? No, they didn't say. Uh, I was hoping it was a fun celebrity yeah, type name. Yeah, I'll look name. it up while you talk about Shinsuke. Uh, yeah, so Lil Uzi Vert put out the Pink Tape, um, his album, pretty recently. Uh, a couple weeks back now. And uh, he has this song... What is it called? I don't even know what it's called. I- I- I'm so sorry that I... Oh, it's just called Nakamura. <laughs> and so it's Shinsuke Nakamura, who is a WWE superstar and oh, former New Japan wrestler. Baby's oh. name is Lincoln. That's kind of cute. Is Lincoln it spelled normal? Will- yeah. Okay. Lincoln William Cross. Oh, pretty cute. I like that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Lil Uzi Vert put out his Pink Tape album. He's got a song called Shinsuke. It incorporates Shinsuke Nakamura's theme song, I'm a Wrestling Nerd. thought it was cool. Uh... 
it was his first album in three years. And he's a big wrestling fan. He performed his song, Just Wanna Rock, which is his most recent big hit, uh, to introduce the Usos at WrestleMania 39. And he's talked about wanting to wrestle. And I think that'd be really cool because he's got a lot of personality. He can be very shy, but like when he performs and stuff, he's got a lot of energy. He's, he, has, he can be quite talented. His other two children are girls. Who Who is this? No, Nathan Cress. Yeah. Rosie is five. Rosie. She'll be six this year. And Evie is two. That's cute. They, I bet they're a very happy little family. Oh, hold up. Happy little family. Stop the presses. Nicki Minaj is married to a pedophile. Um, really? Yeah, she is. Like, oh, maybe, Not a pedophile. I'm so sorry. A possible sex offender. And please don't sue me, Nicki. Jesus Christ. Uh, you sue everyone. Uh, the Queen announced Pink Friday 2. So this, the follow-up to her most successful album of all time. So it says Nicki Minaj announces that her next album will be a sequel to her ultra-successful, which is an understatement, uh, 2010 album Pink Friday, which I believe Pink Tape with Lil Uzi Vert was like a tribute to her for that. Um, the new album, appropriately titled Pink Friday 2, releases November 17th, 2023, one day before our one-year anniversary and Chris's wedding, my best man, who was our last featured guest and our first featured guest here on the little room that makes me really hot when I record this. <laughs> um, he better play the whole album at the reception. He's he, not going to. You honor the queen. Pink Friday too. You little slut. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I'm excited because like, if it's anything like the first album... It's going to be banging. And, I don't know. Nikki's got a lot of personality, and she can be really annoying. But her music is slapping. She be... Nobody talks about their anus better than she does. Oh and I stand God. by that. Well, maybe me on this podcast, but not in music, is what I'm trying to say. What, what's that? What were you trying to say? Are you whispering? It's 10.05. It's, it's 10.05. We're, we're recording this podcast late because I was making a song because I'm an artist. No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, that reminds me. Um, I've been making some music. Bubba, I know you have a job in real life, but this is our podcast. Um, I still have to shower. Uh, oh, girl, let's take the microphone in there. Then. Ew. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I've been making some music. Like, I've been just throwing together some stuff. Um, I, I don't know how to play any instruments. I'm just playing with some loops. And I'm putting the music up on um, SoundCloud right now because I'm too stupid for, for YouTube uh, fully. Uh, go check it out. They'll ban you anyway. Yeah, they'll ban, they'll ban me. My name is Pleasant X on SoundCloud. Go check it out. I got, like, 15 songs up i made them all in the last two days or so and they're really fun i like a lot of them so support me or don't whatever make fun of me if you have to our venmo is <laughs> our venmo is i shot the sheriff one two one four one five nine at i bet that's somebody's actual it may be i i don't know don't um, venmo that person we have a lot of other news uh but i want to get into there's a pretty long article here about something that I want to read and I'm going to read the whole thing and I just want you to bear with me I swear about I'll what? be really quick it's our it's literally the topic of the week which is Oh, our, I thought you meant the, the topic before that. No, like, no, 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 no. This is the topic of the week. Um What? Colleen 
Oh, oh, I, I thought you were about to sing Topic of the Week. No, um, Colleen Bellinger, a.k.a. Miranda Sings. The ongoing trials and controversies of Colleen Bollinger. I don't know if it's Ballinger? Ballinger? Okay. So either way, um, there's this in-depth article here by Bella Arnold. It's written for Vulture. Um, go check it out. Very talented, I assume. Uh, <laughs> uh it, it's called The Controversy Around Colleen Ballinger, a.k.a. Miranda Sings Explained. So I'm going to do my best to read this, and I'll try to paraphrase if I can, because I don't want to just steal her content. But it says, because there's a lot going on with this lady, and I've been aware of who she is for quite a long time. I just thought she was the stupid, She's ugly, annoying. yeah, stupid, ugly, annoying face character, which was the whole point. Um, so I'm not like, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from like the idea. It's just, I, who cares? Um, so in 2016, Miranda Sings was borderline inescapable. A character created by Colleen Ballinger in 2008, Miranda Sings is a parody of a teenage girl with an annoying, on purpose, personality, bad red lipstick, and a smug, crooked smile. It was simple enough for Ballinger, then a 21-year-old student at Azusa Pacific, a private Christian university, to transform into Miranda Sings. All she needed was a crumpled blue button shirt, red sweatpants hiked to her waist, and a signature yet unplaceable accent. And not liking Miranda Singh was always part of the brand. But now, former fans of the YouTuber and 36-year-old mother of three are more annoyed than ever. Uh, in the midst of her national tour as Miranda Sings, which has now been canceled, uh, Ballinger is facing multiple accusations of inappropriate relationships with minors and bullying. That's why I wanted to read like this whole article, because it's, like, it's surrounding a serious topic. I don't really want to paraphrase. <clears throat> So, early in her career, uh, Ballinger, who majored in vocal performance, said that she created her Miranda Sings character to mock other videos she saw of actual teenagers singing in their rooms in hopes of being discovered on YouTube. They were terrible, she said in a 2011 interview with Seth Rudetsky for his Playbill uh, YouTube show, Obsessed. But they were so cocky on their YouTube pages and their profiles, they'd all be like, I'm doing this to become famous. Now that Ballinger herself is famous with almost 9 million followers on her personal YouTube channel and close to 11 million on her Miranda Sings channel. Although her popularity has largely waned, she's maintained a legacy both as herself and her most popular character by regularly posting YouTube, TikTok, and new podcasts co-hosted with another controversial internet figure, Trisha Paytas. One day I want to talk in more in depth about Trisha Paytas because she is enamoring if nothing else i don't know if i love her i've said many times that i hate her um as a per like as a character like on the internet but she's interesting isn't she she's annoying she's annoying as shit and can you imagine these two people together as a podcast um it's like us you <laughs> sorry okay. um <clears throat> so let me get into the rest of this accusations of inappropriate behavior by ballinger date back to an april 28th 2020 video by adam mcintyre an ex-fan and youtuber uh, he's all over twitter lately talking about this stuff and rightfully so mcintyre has claimed that ballinger interacted inappropriately with him inappropriately with him when he was a minor a claim that ballinger addressed in an apology video a video which is ridiculous it's her playing the ukulele oh my god like she's mentally i lost the not first there. five seconds and i couldn't i just had to turn it off you ever like watch i know of course secondhand embarrassment but have you ever just watched something and you're like this is so bad it's good like i she's done it <laughs> i wanted to clap i i because i kept going back to watch it i want to know but who told it, her that she did like it's totally on brand for her 
Like, okay, yeah. You're being accused of... Like, being inappropriate with minors. Being explicit with minors in bullying children. Mm -hmm. Play the ukulele. That'll get them. Nothing so serious like the frickin' ukulele. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, every time... Not a woman who has three children of her own. Hey, uh... Officer, uh, you're gonna have to tell uh, Miss Frenzy that her uh, her son's been shot three times and uh, he's he's no longer with us. Oh, man, let me get my ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and not to make light of like uh, honestly, like I'm right in the middle of something serious about this. Um, let me just get into it. Uh, more actually. Uh, it, however, more more allegations have since surfaced, which she responded to on June 28, 2023, in the form of a 10-minute ukulele song. Yes, that's real. Uh, here's a breakdown of everything we know so far about the controversy about Ballinger. What were the first allegations against her? On April 28, 2020, 20-year-old Adam, uh, YouTuber from Derry, Ireland, named Adam McIntyre, uploaded a video titled, Colleen Ballinger, Stop Lying, to address recent drama he had with Ballinger. Uh, McIntyre started running a fan account for Miranda Sings in 2013 when he was just 10 years old, and had since developed... What? I said that's crazy. I know. And had since developed an online friendship with Ballinger. In the video, he says just a month prior on March 26, 2020, he was given uh, control of an official Miranda Sings Twitter account to post pre-approved original content. I have a present for you today. I've never done this with anyone, but I'm trusting you. McIntyre claimed Ballinger messaged him on Instagram on March 26, 2020. Right now, I'm considering you my social media intern. After he posted a satirical tweet, he posted on the Miranda Sings account about her coming out as a Megan Trainer fan received backlash. Ballinger issued an apology and deleted the post, as well as everything else McIntyre had posted. As a result, McIntyre claims Ballinger ignored him, badmouthed him, and caused him to lose the community of friends he had made through... I'm so sorry. I'm, like, fighting for my life here. Uh, uh, the Miranda Sings account. In the video, he holds up uh, lingerie that he says Ballinger, Jesus, sent to him, which his mother took from him because he was because she was so shocked. McIntyre will come up again soon as he'll release 12 more videos describing Ballinger's behavior and their interactions. She sent him her lingerie? Yes. A 10-year-old. I don't know if he was 10 when he, she sent that because he's not 10 anymore, of course. He's close. He's an adult of some sort. Um, but he, he, it's inappropriate. Regardless. It said he was 10 in 2020. He, that can't be true. I swear that's what it said. Uh, no, he's 20 years old. Oh. Or he was 20 years old at the time. So, uh, yeah, it was before. It was in 2013 was when he was 10. Uh, so now he Why is Why would you send your lingerie out of any everything? I don't want, I'm not trying to defend anyone here, but I think that it's trying to be her form of comedy where it's absurd. Uh, But it's, you can't be absurd when it's something that was coming to children uh, that's completely inappropriate and disgusting. Um, Yeah, Uh, let me, let me just finish off here. Why have they resurfaced these allegations? So on June 4th, 2023, Cody Tyler Dale posted a now-deleted video titled Why I Left the Colleen Ballinger Fandom. In the video, Dale says Ballinger reached out to them in 2020 after McIntyre posted his video. 
Uh, Dell33 claimed they were planning on making a video on their own drama channel, Cody Rants, siding with McIntyre until Ballinger reached out. I wanted to reach out to you privately and in confidence and let you know what, why I'm staying silent. Dell claims Ballinger wrote in a private message on Twitter. In the video, Dell says Ballinger's message made me feel important, saying I was going to be her knight in shining armor. Dale started to become less entranced in the fandom when they learned about previous jokes Ballinger had made regarding race, weight, and sexual assault. But the bulk of the new allegations come from a group message on Twitter called Colleenies Weenies Group Chat. <laughs> oh, oh my god. It's embarrassing and wrong. <laughs> oh my god. It's just ugh, garbage. I wonder if this is why her first husband left her. I... I didn't even know that, honestly. Yeah, she was married before before the guy she's married to now. I wonder if that... Because they never really said why uh, they broke up. Right. Just that they went their separate ways. It just wasn't working out, blah, blah, blah. I wonder if that's why. So, that... You as a web sleuth, Bubba. Um, <laughs> so it says, Kalini's Weenies was a group chat on Twitter reserved for Ballinger's inner circle of fans. While members have said were mostly minors at the time to vent, Jesus Christ, to vent, talk about the fandom and send memes to Ballinger herself, which in and of itself, if it wasn't like her running the group chat, like a bunch of kids getting together to talk about their favorite celebrity or, you know, pseudo celebrity. That's cool. fine. Yeah, that just happens all the time. That's just what they do. That's happening right now. <laughs> so um, with but this was to send memes with Ballinger herself. In one message to the group, McIntyre, who was around 15 at the time, asked the group for questions to be used in a Q&A on YouTube. Dale's alleged screenshots appeared to show the Ballinger, who was in her 30s, respond, are you a virgin? And also asked McIntyre what his favorite sex position was. I just don't even, like, it's not even that's funny. Not even, yeah, like, that's it wouldn't, clearly like, not even Like, even funny. as just to be in a joke, it's just straight up not funny. Like, I think maybe, like, you could phrase it, like, in a way where if I was talking to, like, my friend and making an absurd joke, like, asking about asking somebody, like, a minor for that, you could laugh that at that. That would be, like, but that's completely you different. asking, like, Kenna, like, are you a virgin? <laughs> like, it would be awkward and stupid. Um, so, in another alleged screenshot, Adam tells the chat his... Adam tells the chat his ass looks good today, and Bellinger appears to respond, picks Adam... Jesus. Balanch, could you... I, imagine just being, like, the significant other of this person. Like, I'd just be so embarrassed. Of, you know, well, among current, other things. current husband... Is no prize? He's a very yeah. private person. Like... I probably would be, Kept sure. to himself. Doesn't, like, really appear in vid her videos. Right. Um... Like... At first, like, nobody could find anything about him when they first started dating. He's probably like, I have to weather the storm before <laughs> it even hits. He's like, I know what's coming, um, but I just want pasta for dinner. So, in Ballinger's 2023 response, she did not directly comment on the screenshots, of course. Dale also agreed with McIntyre's claims that Ballinger would trauma dump on the group of tweens. She called friends, especially when she was getting her divorce from, oh, Joshua David Evans. Mm -hmm. And his June... In his June two, in Jesus Christ, June seventh, twenty twenty three video. I'm sorry, Baba. In his June seventh, twenty twenty three video, McIntyre says Ballinger would promise special things, including a trip to the National Wax Museum in exchange for his loyalty. The fifteen year old and thirty one year old had planned to spend the day together in Dublin before uh, her June eighth, twenty eighteen show. That's a sixteen year difference. She was sixteen years old when, when he, he was, was born. born. 
older than the age that he is at the she present time when that happened. About to be an adult when he was born. How and is that he's okay? a child. How is that okay? I, it wasn't, and it's not. Um, That's like when you were a teenager and you would go on like Omegle and talk to a bunch of grown-ass men. That, there's that joke on South Park, like, and that's a guy's dick, and that's a guy's dick, and... Because <laughs> that was always what it was. It was always just dicks. Um, and she's a dick. Uh, but, I'm sorry, I lost my place. Uh, it says, however, in the uh, the video, McIntyre says that when the day came, she was being unkind and flaky to the point that even his parents were apprehensive about the meeting. He says that they ended the up meeting for only five minutes. Still cites this as an example of emotional whiplash that he said had become all too common in their dynamic. Ballinger has yet to directly respond to these claims and did not respond when asked for comment. Though people have been doxing him and sending death threats. Jesus, why? To the point where because he claims to have filed a police report. Little? 13 year old yeah when you're a deep fan that she cannot uh, do anything wrong and that she's like the greatest person alive so they think oh you're against my biggest idol I'm gonna tell you to go kill yourself can 13 year olds even dox people I couldn't even wipe my ass at 13 properly and I probably still don't I don't know front to back back to front side to side cha cha slide I'm just kidding Uh, bidet Badooch. Um, I'm getting woozy from being so stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, this is almost done here. I'm sorry. But this is a juicy, juicy, fat guy. You had to file a police report. Yeah, McIntyre said he isn't backing down. Since Dale's video was posted, McIntyre has made 12 videos. Good. Do it every day. Video on the controversy. In a recent video, he claims Ballinger grooms her fans emotionally. On June 4th, 2023, Dale says, uh, Dale's Why I Left Colleen Ballinger's fandom videos uh, had less than a thousand views, but still ignited conversation about Ballinger's behavior. Ballinger did not respond to the accusations in the video. So Colleen Ballinger has been accused of her inappropriate behavior. Uh, but what is happening with Miranda Sings? On June 13, 2023, former Miranda Sings fan with the TikTok username Know It Know It's Back described an experience she had at a 2019 Miranda Sings show where she, oh this was ridiculous where she said she was left feeling humiliated on stage. It was well known that Ballinger would bring up audience members for various segments of the show, usually seeking out a specific type of person to fulfill different roles in her show. She scouted girls wearing shorts. Uh, short dresses, crop tops, or anything Miranda would consider racy. So she would make jokes about it during the show. So Becky chose to dress her in Miranda gaze, uh, for the Miranda gaze and wore a romper. I was kind of trying to dress Skippy so that it would be called, so I'd be called up on stage. Becky said in a TikTok video posted on June 13th, 2023. She also tweeted about the incident. Instead of being chosen for the porn bit, she was chosen for the yoga bit. Uh, the names of these portions of the show are extreme to... Uh, are extreme to elicit a reaction from the audience, but it's still a bit weird. Both the porn bit and yoga bit require audience volunteers. For the porn bit, it was usually a young girl wearing something that shows skin. So think spaghetti straps, skirts, blah, blah, blah. So basically anything that would get the dress code at a school. She'd also bring up fans in red sweatpants and full coverage tops. Miranda sings uniform to compare the two outfits. Girls showing even the slightest bit of skin was porn, and the Miranda sings clone was not. Uh, let's skip ahead here. Becky's not the only former fan who has uh, come forward about these types of things. Oh, there's a, there's a picture of her spreading a young girl's legs on stage. Yep. Um, the thirteen just, year olds. 
and it just goes on from there. It's just a whole bunch of garbage. She's a really awful person. There's a video of her where people thought was her in blackface singing. In fact, blackface singing single ladies, but she's wearing green face. I don't even understand. And then there's the video of her doing Gangnam style, but she's doing like racist, like Japanese. Right she's here. saying racist Japanese things. Colleen was pretending to be on a date with a nine year old. And told him to reach into her pants for a snack. Hey, uh, reach into my pocket and uh, there's my keys. Yeah. She said, she didn't say, but whoever said that said making the child incredibly uncomfortable towards the end as everyone laughed at him. Wow. I mean, how, I just don't know how it Imagine gets... being nine years old and a 31 year old. I get that she has. Says. Yeah. Reach into my pants. I get that she has clout and stuff, like, but, like, how could this go on so long? Like, with nobody interfering or, like, nothing happening. Either way, uh, make of it what you will, but, like, she she just canceled her tour altogether. She canceled one date and then canceled the whole thing. She's barely responded to anything. Her team is really doing a lot of damage no, control. No, she responded. She did a I said you barely, yes. video <laughs> singing the ukulele about how she's not a groomer. Which somehow was a nothing burger. But, either way, <laughs> hey... Bob, didn't I say that this is going to be the big, bad, booty daddy of them all? Yeah. Officially our longest podcast. And we're going to wrap it up here. We're going to do our song. Uh, I, I love that I call everything the something of the week, even though we never record weekly. <laughs> so, <laughs> the song of the past two weeks. The song of the last 16 to 17 days. <laughs> so my song suggestion is actually an old song. Uh, it's pretty old at this point. It's an XXX Tentacion song called I Spoke to the Devil in Miami, and he said everything would be fine. It's a cool, ambient, rappy song. If you like him, you like him. If you don't, you don't. I suggest it. What do you want to suggest? Mine is Son of a Sinner by Jelly Roll. He sounds delicious, but he doesn't look very tasty. He looks like he tastes like a cigarette. <laughs> He's the country post Malone at this point. I Since post isn't very country I right now. I found the song on TikTok and I was like, ooh, I kind of like that. That's the one really good thing about TikTok is discovering some music. And then, because I didn't know who Jelly Roll was. I just thought that was about my back titties. And then I looked it up and I listened to it and I actually like it a lot. Yeah, and you showed me it and I thought it was pretty good too. I could see why people like it and if I listened to it a few more times I, I mean, think I, I would wouldn't put go it in rotation. see him in concert or anything but... Damn it, I shouldn't Alright, uh, I'll refund the tickets. <laughs> Ticketmaster, now I'm officially... I, I'm about to sell these boys. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, that was that. We have a new intro, it's pretty funny. Um, I don't know if we're going to have a new outro or what. Um, maybe I'll play one of my own songs for the outro, but I'm going to play something here when I say roll the thing. Um, anything you want to say? Anything you want to wrap up? You sure you don't want to get in the shower? Okay. You sure you don't want to get in the shower with me in the microphone? <laughs> All right. Uh, don't die. Stop interrupting me. I'm trying to roll the outro. I'm just kidding. Are you okay? All right. And roll the cough. It's the Mojo Mega Mix 